0: Hello, guys. Welcome to my podcast. It is so nice to have you here. Thank you so, so much for joining me. So we're just going to jump right in. Today, we're discussing part two to our part one of menstrual cycles and how to embody them. How I um, love my cycle. I know that sounds so crazy in this society, but I really do. I love my cycle. I love embodying love during my period. And I believe you can also... And body love during your period. So we talked about the red moon and the white moon. A quick recap, the white moon is when you have your period on the new moon. And then the red moon is when you have your period on the full moon. This is why it's so important to track your period so you can know where you are and you can live your life by it. So make sure you're tracking your period so you can know. Um, the last two is the purple moon and the pink moon. The pink moon is going towards the full moon. You're leaving the light, the new moon, hermit mode to come into the full moon. And then the purple moon is the opposite. You're leaving the full moon to come into the um, new moon. So please be tracking your period so you can know where you line up. Right. So now we're going to move into the four stages of our menstrual cycle. There are four stages. And when you get a clear understanding of the four stages, it will be a lot easier for you to live and for you to embody love. And I just love living my life bodies because it helped me um come into a deeper space of love towards myself. And b- by doing the rituals and routines that cause in these spaces, I have I have literally manifested so much, and I just want to share it with you guys. So we're gonna start with the follicular. I have my my notes right here because I want to give you guys the right information. So with the follicular stage, which lasts seven to ten days, this represents the goddess, the maiden. This is the spring time of your cycle. So think of spring. Think of like energy flowing after a period of winter. Everything is being born. Everything is being uh, rejuvenated. Life is coming back in. You feel vibrant. During this time, you feel social. Your mood and your energy rises during this time. So during this time for me personally, I'm a lot more social. I love to go out. I'm manifesting my ideals, my plans, I'm looking at my vision board, I'm seeing, okay, where can I plant a seed? And during this time, you feel fresh, you feel anew, and you feel cleansed after a winter of bleeding. So during this time, this is like the time after you get done bleeding. So after you release during your period, you, are, you now feel so fresh, you now feel so clean and anew. So during this time, it's best to schedule meetings. I schedule my business meetings during this time, cardio, we go to appointments, we're visualizing our goals and our plans, we're exuding energy and love, we're planting and planting seeds Um, so we can bring these things into life, and we're really focusing on what can I be bringing into life, right? So with the wisdom we have learned during the winter, we are now planting those seeds, so those can blossom into the summer foods to eat during this time i would recommend salmon sweet potato red meats brown rice and oats no i am not a vegan um i very much love my meats i love to eat steak and chicken um i know if you are tuning in you probably think i'm a vegan or vegetarian because that's the stereotype that women like me get no i am not vegan or vegetarian i love my meats i I love to eat chicken y'all i really do Um, (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and be fake. I believe you can still live a very loving, wholesome, um, nourishing life with that kind of diet. And yeah, I just want to put that out there. You can still live a really good life. So after spring, we move into the ovulation period. This lasts two to four days, and this represents the mother and the healer. So during the ovulation phase, um, you're a lot. The energy is literally at its peak. Your estrogen and your testosterone is at its peak, and during this time, you feel a lot more sexual, bold, and spontaneous. The seeds you planted into spring has now bloomed. Has now bl- bloomed, blossomed. So. It's important to bring our visions to life during this period. What do you want to bring to life? If you're in a relationship, this is the perfect time to be intimate with your partner, um, communicating needs to be, you know, doing new things in your relationship. This is a time where you can really just be vibrant and out there, right? Right. Because it's summer and in this summer you want to go outside and literally you can use these things in your cycle. So when I'm in my ovulation period, I feel a lot more, you know, sexual and embodied in my skin. I want to do self-love practices. I want to be intimate. Uh, I want to hang out. I want to go to meetings. I want to pour energy and life into the things around me um, during this time. Sex is the best dur- during this time because um, you feel so tuned into your body. During this time, I recommend exploring your sexual desires and uh, feeling into your body. During your ovulation stage, you really want to do these things. So use it to your advantage during your ovulation stage. It's time to go out there. And then after summer, after we poured out energy during the spring and summer, we move into the luteal stage of our cycle, which is 10 to 14 days. And this represents the wild woman. This is the fall of our cycle. So now we're much more sensitive and emotional. So if you're at a point in your cycle, you're like, I feel so sensitive and emotional. Why do I feel like this or like that? 9 times to 10, you're either in the fall stage or the winter stage of your um, cycle. So please be tracking your cycle so you can know these things. So you're much more sensitive and emotional. It's time to clean our inner home. So is there a relationship, a lifestyle habit, um, finishing up projects. These things need to be front and center of this stage. What relationship do I want to cleanse out? What do I want to confront? Um, it's time to clean. It's time to clean up. It's time to tune into our solitude. It's time to do some deep inner healing work, and it's time to. Um tuning to our body so for example, during this time, I usually have past partners to come up and I feel so connected to my past and past situations. so I feel into that I, I put my my hand on my heart space and my on my womb, I feel into that space and I'm asking myself okay, where where can I release? What do I need to know? So during the winter, I can release that. That is when I feel a past partner and I know, okay, now I just received this info. So I'm going to save this info to bring into my winter um, stage so I can bleed it out. So it can come out. I store up, I'm storing up info during my luteal stage and I'm really slowing down. It's fall and during fall, although we want to go outside, right, to go look at the changing leaves and get the nice, the nice breeze. We also have like this comfort feeling of going inward and just being with ourselves and lighting a candle and watching a movie. That is literally how it is. So during this time you feel slow, you want to slow down, you feel, um, you feel a need to be in solitude. And it's time to reaccess ourselves. So after spring and summer, it's time to come back in and ask, okay, what what do my body need? What is in my body that needs to be felt so I can release it? Um so, yeah, that is the luteal stage as the fall autumn stage of our cycle. After we have did all that, now we enter into our winter, our bleeding stage. And this lasts four to seven days. It can be longer for some women, but on average it's seven, it's four to seven days. This represents the um the wise woman. And this is basically you know, winter is time to release all of the info that we have stored up in the fall. We are now releasing into winter. So, if you have not watched part two, please go watch part two. I mean, part one. If you have not watched part one, please go watch part one because I mentioned how when women, when we are on our cycles, on our period, the energy is at its peak. So, that means we are much more vulnerable. And if even when, we, when women have, you know, said, heard countless of women say things like i don't like to be around masculine energy during this time i want to be by myself i don't want to i don't want to be around people because the 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 world the spiritual world and the physical realm that it, that portal is very thin. So this is why we feel so emotional and we feel so um, inward because the energy is at its peak and we want to protect that energy, right? We want to come inward. We just want to be by ourselves. And this is a time when I, I'm not doing hard workouts. I'm doing soft yoga. Um, I don't want to do do hardcore stuff, especially in my luteal in my um, winter phase. I'm doing deep womb work. I'm tuning into my solitude. Um, I'm I'm asking myself, what is being brought up during this time? I'm really gentle, right? I'm living slowly. I'm reading books, but I'm doing it slowly. I'm eating slowly. I'm just really in tune and really fully present within my life during these times. It's time to be our own medicine during the winter stage when we're bleeding. It's time to care for ourselves like a mother cares for a baby. It's time to hold ourselves and ask our womb, whatever you need to release, release it. So when I have cramps, this is what I do. I usually do not hate my cramps because I feel like my cramps tell me something. When I'm feeling a cramp, now usually I don't really get cramps, but when I do, I'm I'm um really I'm really Feeling into myself, number. Like, okay, what is stuck? What is, is their past partner, a past situation? Why am I hurting here? Why is she hurting? Why is my womb hurting? And what I do is I. I I sink into that space and I I call to release it. And usually when I do that, you guys, I don't get cramps. Like I don't don't receive that many cramps because I'm very in tune with my body and my body feels so comfortable communicating to me um, its needs. So when I'm cramping, instead of being like, oh, I hate cramps, I'm like, no, maybe there's something I just need to know. This is my body trying to communicate to me um, and need. And of course, you know, it's, it's just scientific, you know, women do get cramps during that time, you know, but that's just how I think of it. I feel like there's a way more deeper meaning to why we get cramps, you know? So just ask yourself during these times, what is coming up and how can I release it and say prayers? What I do is I send prayers. I light white candles with every um, whatever, whatever ounce of blood that comes out of my body, I'm just praying to release whatever I need to release any guilt or shame in my life. And these things bring me into a deeper embodiment of love. And this is why I don't like when women say stuff like, I hate my period because it's like, no, no, you are the exact embodiment of the seasons. You can feel the seasons. You are literally, um, spring, summer, fall, winter, you are literally the exact embodiment of these things. The seasons move through you. And when you do rituals and routines to honor that, your body, your your inner child, the spirit world, they will all come together and bring whatever you want to life to life because you move and embody and exude nothing but love. So please stop hating your period. Let's, let's end that. I um, also want to touch on this. And I think every young woman needs to hear this, but what to use on your period. So I don't like pads. And the reason being is because pads have fragrances in them. Of course, there's non-toxic ones, but I just don't like pads because they're uncomfortable. And um, they include chemicals that can that can disrupt your hormones and also throw off your pH balance. So I just don't like pads tampons i could never get with tampons i could never really do tampons but pads for sure i just mm, i remember i had a bad i had a really bad experience with one and they and i forget what brand it was but i needed a, a pad and so the pad had these essential oils in it and one of it was peppermint oil and so i had put the pad on you guys and now mind you when you put peppermint oil on like your skin you feel this burning sensation okay I want you guys to imagine that down there I was hurting so badly so uncomfortable and I was so angry because I was like when we're on our period we already are in a vulnerable space with our um with, with our vagina our vagina is already very sensitive during that time who the world thinks of putting fragrances essential oils on the pad like that is so harmful. And that's just one way to just disrupt and unbalance a um uh someone's pH balance. I just think it's just not right. And I think we should be moving a moving from pads. And one thing I, I recommend is period panties, which is very um, which is leak proof um they you you will not leak (laughs) and also they're very usable so i recommend period panties if you're at home in your comfort space free bleed do not be afraid to free bleed we need to normalize not being afraid to leak not being afraid to bleed on your sheets it's okay it's natural i think it's very beautiful and we live in a society that try to demonize this and try to make it seem like oh that's nasty no it's not it's very natural and um these are things that I do to embody my period. I'm free bleeding. I'm free bleeding. I'm singing prayers. Um, I'm loving myself. Um, I'm filling into my body. I'm doing meditations. Um, I'm doing, um, I'm writing, I'm journaling. These are ways I embody, you know, love during my period. And I do these rituals and routines because they lead me to greater self love. Right. So, we need to move from that space of hate into this space of love, and which is why I I love this subject because I feel like every single young woman should listen to this podcast because it's important that we teach them you do not, you do not have to hate yourself you do not have to demonize yourself for having these, um these nat this this you do not have to hate yourself for being natural right and. For so long, we've taught that. And in part one, I really want you guys to watch, to listen to part one, because I really break it down where the hatred has come from. And it's come from religious shame and misogyny. So whenever women talk bad about themselves during that period, little little do they know, not only are they carrying their, their ancestors' pain, but you are also fueling misogyny. And we have to stop doing that. And we need to stop being around men who make you feel disgusting on your period, who makes you, who makes you, um, who demonizes you for having one. And we need to stop, we, we, we need to start holding folks accountable when they, when they say slick stuff about it. We have to start doing that because what I'm getting tired of is women constantly being the face of the joke constantly for the most natural things in the world so when i say yeah it's okay to free bleed people people look at me crazy but then when you look into the deeper part of it i say that because women need to learn how natural that is Back in ancient times, this is what women did. This is what God wants us to do. God wants you to embody love in every state, and every stage that you are in. He wants you to love and to be filled with the spirit in every single stage, of, stage that you're in, including your period. Including that. So that's this is why I'm just, I don't know, I feel so joyful in my period. These are things that I've done. These are rituals and routines that I've done, which is why it's so easy for me to walk with love towards my period, you know. I do not hate it. I will not hate it. And um, I encourage all women to not hate themselves for going through this very, very natural part of their lives. So ending that because I really just wanted to go through that. And I feel like I've done a great job at explaining the four stages and giving you guys like a clear background if you've been taking notes great <laughs> um because it's really good info to have so i'm gonna move to the q a questions that you guys has had I me mean, has brought to me for me to answer um i posted on my instagram go follow that all everything is in my bio so let's move into this q a so number one do you agree with hookup culture no i do not agree with hookup culture because i believe hookup culture does not service women has never serviced women and when women say things like oh well, it's very mutual no it's not it fuels misogyny and it it blocks men from not being held accountable um it it kills off commitment in relationships when in a generation we should be pushing more of healthy um good committed relationships also too I feel like, it just it right like I said, it takes accountability from both from both sides. If you're out here screwing every person in the streets and I and because I'm giving you my body, I feel as if okay, I have a right to know, you know, who you're screwing so I can make a decision if I want to continue with you. And you're like, no, well, we're not committed. You don't you don't need to know I me, mean, we're not committed anyways. I just cannot do that. I can't be in a relationship like that. And this is why I cannot be in hookup culture, especially with the, with how diseases are just running rampant. I just don't think hookup culture is just, I don't think hooking up in today's society is a smart decision. And this is not me being conservative, but me just being very careful about where we are in this society. And that's my take on it. Um... How to heal after a breakup? A really, really great question, which I will do a standalone video on. Reason being is because I don't want to lie to you guys. I'm just coming fresh out of a relationship. And I'm still doing so many rituals and routines to heal me. And I'm still, you know, trying to heal from that. So just give me some space. And when I heal from that, I will be sure to make an entire podcast episode about it. How can I move past a toxic person I cannot stop thinking about? So you have to hold yourself during that time and trust yourself. Um, you have to understand I would rather miss, I, I would rather love your absence than hate myself in your presence. So it's important during that time to understand why they're going. Sometimes we don't even really miss them. We just miss having somebody. Um if you can't stop thinking about them, maybe they're meant to be there for a while and it's okay to validate that. Like, hey, you're going to be here for You're going to be in my mind for a while. I'm going to give that space, but I'm not going back to you. That does not mean I have to crawl back. I would never do that. You're a toxic person. You do not add to my garden. You do not make me feel loved and cherished. So why would I go back? You know, I would rather just I, I would rather learn to love your absence. You know, I would rather do that than sit here and go back. It's about holding yourself. It's about trusting yourself. And the more you build that trust within yourself, the more you will learn to love yourself through every single state that you're in, whether you're missing someone or not. The next question, how do I love myself more? The best advice that I can give to someone about that is living in your truth. I just literally made a whole episode about um, being on your period and loving your period that will probably get shamed so much and people probably look at me so crazy but it's me living in my truth. And with me living in my truth, I've come into deeper love for myself. It's about being your, it's about being in your authentic expression, no matter what anyone says. Learning what is my truth and then living by that each and every single day. Speaking your truth, embodying your truth. Your truth is your truth. And this is how you love yourself more each and every single day when you can stand in your truth and have no shame for it. So learn what's your truth. And then I want you to live by that every single day in the smallest ways how to re- how to reconnect with your divine femininity so you reconnect with your di- you reconnect with your divine femininity by realizing and learning what makes me feel godly what makes me feel like a goddess what makes me feel feminine for me i love to write poems i love to do yoga i love to meditate i love to feel myself and feel my body i love to wear um I love to you know do myself up, do my hair, put kind of nice outfits. I love to go outside and walk and be in the sun. I love doing these things because these things make me feel so feminine, right? So when you want to reconnect with your femininity, you have to learn what makes you feel that way. You have to learn what not makes you feel that way. So for me, just being in a relationship two months ago, that relationship did not make me feel feminine, right? So being out of that relationship, I feel feminine. So sometimes you have to know okay what does not make me feel feminine I'm in a relationship with a guy who makes me feel so masculine I cannot stand myself in this relationship I don't feel feminine okay so by being out of that relationship you're 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 somewhat reconnecting to your divine femininity actually you're you're reconnecting to your divine femininity so as much as you learn what makes me feel that way also know what does not make me feel that way what does make me feel that way is when a man, comes to me and makes me feel as if my period is disgusting that does not make me feel being with someone or being in that space does not make me feel deep in my femininity because if a guy truly loved me if a guy truly respected me as a woman going through natural things he would love me even in my state of having a period he would love me even then so you have to know okay what are things that bring me close? And what are the things that, that pushes me further away from it? And when you get a good ground on those two things, you're able to to come into your divine femininity and be in your truest, most loving embodiment. So let me see, any more questions? No, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I was really so excited to get this episode out. I, I literally feel so good about this episode because I feel like I breezed through. It was so smooth, um, simple, not too much detail. I don't want to bore you guys with detail, right? Because I know how that is. Thank you guys so much for... Being here with me, also want to thank the influences in my life, the women in my life. A big one was is Hitami. I can't say Hitomi. I can't say her last name, but she's on YouTube and she really inspired this because I remember coming from a place of self hate when I first came into my journey and watching her videos and how she loved herself throughout her period. She loved herself in her most vulnerable, rawest state, and seeing that was just so inspiring and made me love myself even more. So now I do the rituals and routines and I believe the rituals and routines that I do um, leads me to something greater. And I believe when you do these rituals and routines, it will lead you to something greater in this life, in this lifetime. Also, thank you to Victoria. Her podcast is called Victoria Thoughts. And she has really done a great job at educating and moving this generation of women to, um a better life and she has really inspired me. So shout out to her. I love her so much. And I and I mention these two women because these two women are literally the example of embodied, um, of an of just a true embodied woman that I aspire to be and I am growing to be each and every single day. And the reason why I made this podcast is because I wish um my 16 year old self, my 14 year old self would have had something like this to listen to. So I'm kind of being that voice that my 13, 14, 16 year old self needed and I truly do feel like I am being called to be that voice to you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. It really truly does mean so much and I hope in this um almost 30 minute video I've changed your perspective and brought you closer to love. Um, during your period, I brought you closer to any form of love. I hope that it changed your perspective. You no longer hate yourself, that you see yourself in the eyes of God. You see yourself in the eyes of Mother Nature because you are that exact embodiment to, to be literally not only align with the moon cycles, but to also be aligned with the seasons is beyond powerful. And you should honor that and do routines that make you feel so deeply embodied in that. So yeah, thank you guys so much. I will see you in the next episode.